Ed Source, your home for a community of people that is wide and varied and has a, a variety of different needs and choices. My name's Nathan, your most allied host. My name's Andy, your most, uh, probably the gayest host of the day. Well, proper host. <laughs> and I'm Pat, your same-sex marriage host. <laughs> I I wanted to say, I forgot, I, I was going to say... Your friend of friend of Dorothy host, <laughs> but is that like <laughs> that would be? Dorothy. Wouldn't that be like the Tin Woodman's like best friend? Like, hi, I'm I don't know. I'm Tim. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, sorry, I didn't mean to set you guys off uh, with Tim's name. Right. Well, um, so I guess we'll just go ahead and pick up that lead. But we have a um, special well, guest. Let's do that today. in a second. But and I we wanted have... to introduce Lexi, so... Well, you're doing it the wrong way, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you're the one who did that. You you did it. You're the one. I think everybody did it. You brought up Tim. Anyway... So we have, uh, I, we have I got Lexi to... with us today. Right, I got eat, got to eat meat today, and Lexi's in the room right next to me. Yay! What? For meat. <laughs> it... It has been gross. It's been uh, over a year since I recorded with anybody in the room with me, so this is going to be a little weird. Sounds. Uh, not to mention that Lexi is uh, currently breastfeeding uh, right next to me, so my eyes are. You're not supposed to say that on well the pod. Well and truly, right? That's not pod material. What's wrong with breastfeeding? Well, breastfeeding is, is dope. Lexi's but breasts. Lexi, you have they're some, pretty awesome. You have some pretty great gay street cred, like uh, as far as <laughs> activism goes. You've been active in the oh. uh, gay rights community for a long time. That kind of street cred. <laughs> well, <laughs> and also, like, the Jets, I imagine. You know, walking down oh. the street doing the snap thing. When you're a Jet, you're the swing and a sling. Little boy, you're a man. Little man, you're a king. I thought he was slut-shaming you. What? <laughs> <laughs> she did. If I do remember, like, your high school and... Uh, early 20s you did seem to like bring a lot of women into the lesbian community of toledo <laughs> i've had a co- i've had a, i've had a couple sweethearts right i've had a couple sweethearts <laughs> but uh it is our pride month and we much like i don't know like nestle and fifth third bank and skittles the the browns and skittles uh we want to show that we the uh the bads lads are also on board with the gays Oh yes, true. We are pro gay. Everyone should be gay. <laughs> we also. And I'm a very accessible gay. <laughs> we also copy everything that big corporations do, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, look for Beat a Dead Source Rainbow Oreos coming next month. Wait, that won't really get it done. But I do because uh, we are dangerously close to you guys trying to skip. How was your week again? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go in and say, hey, hey, how, how how's your week, guys? How's it going? Did you do anything fun tonight? Well, so now we can finally address the awkward uh, thing that <laughs> the Nathan the dangled <laughs> and then yelled at me somehow as though it were my fault. <laughs> it, like was, it was. Dick. I, I stand by um, that. Much like, the, much like the Antifa episode, I am unwilling to bend one iota on this. Nathan, your asshole is so tight that when you fart, only dogs can hear it. <laughs> I, I don't actually mean that. It's just a really it's funny true. phrase yeah. from a favorite sitcom of mine so, that I've been waiting to use Frasier? for a long, long time. So the mythical Tim, our our patron, 
and benefactor from <laughs> dare I say dare I say best friend our best friend uh, certainly better friend than any siblings who don't contribute to um, our I finally got to meet in person uh, Andy's known him for a while I'm very yeah. jealous <laughs> and uh, he's he's in your UU church well he was so, Tim is someone that I pretty much grew up with from um, so he went to uh, a, a different elementary school. He was a couple years older than me. He had a younger brother who was my age. We went to a different elementary school, but we went to the same church, so we knew each other. And then middle school and high school together as well. So you know, we we kind of grew up together, basically down the street from each other too. So so you know, I, I've known him for a very long time. But he so we're friends on Facebook and stuff. I guess he um you know started listening to the podcast, and he is the first and and at this point only person who has enjoyed the podcast so much that he felt uh, inclined to contribute to help keep it going. <laughs> did, thank you, Did Tim. you guys ask him? Yeah, thank, thanks again. I feel like we do that like every other episode, well, and I'm going to keep should. on doing it. Yeah. Um, but and, and if you contribute on Patreon, we'll thank you too. <laughs> uh, with this lovely tote bag. <laughs> it was fun. Well, so we, we had a few drinks, and um, we got to listen to Andy rant about the IMF for like half an hour. <laughs> dude, dude. But we also did, talked wait, like Marvel movies and stuff. It was a good time. Did he say? Did he listen to the uh, the Patreon mini that we put out early? That basically he was the only one. I guess I Andy have, still counts. I have no idea. I should have asked him. I didn't yeah, ask him. Yeah, he's yes, listened you to have. everything. He's listened to every episode. He just listened to Antifa and... Uh, Boy, howdy. <laughs> well, we'll spare the comments, but... Uh, <laughs> and he was 100% on board with my take? No, he. what he said about it was that he doesn't mind like a little bit of friction, a little bit of strife, like um, that it's, it's not necessarily bad radio. Other, yeah, I think other that's listeners, fun but that it has to be able to go somewhere. Other listeners have pointed out that it was difficult to listen to, but <laughs> I was not going to go here. But but Tim, oh, we, Tim said we, it was fine. Hey, Lexi, Lexi, can I ask well, you something, Lexi? Please, you, do, please. You on do. the mic there? I'm on the mic. Check yeah, one, two, uh, one, two. So uh, I got a question for you. Uh, you've known Nathan for a long time, right? Quite a quite a while. Yeah. Um, has he ever displayed a tendency? Towards being stubborn or obstinate? No, no, no. He he uh, often changes his opinion based on uh, other people's opinions. Yeah, I'm yeah. like a weather vane. Yeah. I just very open-minded to to different viewpoints. Would you yeah. say? Yeah, and he doesn't. He never gets heated about something or really uh, like expresses his opinion in a way that's uh, uh, super forceful. So right, just a kind of laid-back guy. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. I, I just want, like, the effort it's taken for me to keep from just laughing uncontrollably. I'm crying <laughs> from the Here, strain. Here's oh the thing. I, the last oh, thing, the last word on times. Antifa I want to say is that I was right before the episode, I was right during the episode, and I'm still right right now. You're both wrong, and you can eat uh, but that's about where I'm at. <laughs> okay. I was just sure. going to say, like, uh, I, I had a pleasant visit with my mom. Yeah. Soul was great. Um, new I Pixar love that movie. movie. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. great. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Ooh, Soul was fantastic. And, and I'm a big fan of John Baptiste's music, and he is one 
like all of the awards for uh, the music that he did for that movie. It was phenomenal. And he's also yeah, the music uh, was quite good. Yeah, know, and he's also like Stephen Colbert's best bud. Hmm. You know whose music I'm a fan of? Precious Moments. Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Damn it! You, I thought you were setting me well up. Well played. Well played. <laughs> no, Freddie Mercury, the the the, the most famous of the also games. the queen, queen of Precious Moments. Nice. Very well, but we're on we're Precious early. Moments. Of the, you yeah, guys have jumped there way too early on this episode. <laughs> we still anything. have a lot of episode to go. Nathan, Come on, you're just. Jump you can't, you can't set me up like that and expect me not to take it. How how was your week, Lexi? Our week, uh, Nathan and my week have been uh, a similarly, little, a little similarly shared experiences, and it's been terrible. But really? we're, oh, we're coming I'm towards sorry. the end of it, I think. When I think, so we had an experience. Uh, we're cleaning out an old property that our family owns. Do you think that's a good way to phrase it? My my mom's house uh, yes. that was her that was her house with our dad before he passed away. Right. And so there's a lot of stuff in it and we've been going through it and we had lost a particular item that yeah. was a little stressful. Yeah. Um in the shuffle, we lost my dad. Uh, yeah. He's he's in He's, he's small now. Yes, much smaller. And dusty, comparatively to right. not moisturized. Um, and we couldn't find him for a couple about, of days. Well, no, about 24 hours, I would say. Right. And my mom was convinced uh, that he was in the front bedroom. But when we asked her where the front <laughs> bedroom was, it turned out to be the bedroom at the back of the house the in rear, the far the left. The rearmost bedroom. <laughs> so she was like, well, I've always called it the front bedroom. Well, that doesn't make any sense. It's like, <laughs> I love this brown wall. That's gray. Okay. <laughs> so, but uh, things picked up, I think, substantially so we, earlier. We found him today and at our current home, opposed to... <laughs> The dumpster we were looking in. So he was never the, at the house. Oh, yikes. He was never at the house we were looking for him in. So shout out to all my people who went through uh, a dumpster Garbage. to try and find uh, my father's ashes. So. so that was... Oh, yikes. Won't lose wow. those again. That's like some of that fun, like, it's not TV, it's HBO style humor. It's also not funny yet. Like, I guess it's maybe we're heading towards funny, but like... Now, in my defense, it was funny to me the whole time. No, that's not your defense. In no way does that defend you. That just makes you a terrible human. I think the thing for me is because of my, uh, like, continual optimism, as long as there's, like, a chance left of finding it in another box or, like, in, in a different room or whatever, I'm good because I'm convinced that everything's going to work out until it doesn't. Whereas I think Lexi was stressed out because there was the potential that it was going to go disastrously wrong immediately she started stressing out about that. Well, and then, you think I, that's then, fair? I, then I called, I called our mom and I said, uh, mom. <laughs> so she's downstairs in the home where the, the ashes are. And my wife's upstairs and she, she says, I have him right here. You know, it's, I'm holding him. It's fine. And I call my mom and I'm like, Hey mom, um, dad's ashes are at our current home. And she was like, Oh, good. <laughs> and I was like, no, that is, you need to be like, oh, thank God, That's I not, was so worried. Right. Thank you for looking for so long. Oh, my gosh, you've really taken a load off. She was just like, oh, good. It's like, I hate you. And, oh and I've God. told Lexi this, and <laughs> since, like, her and some of my best friends are all on this, the recording at the same time, I just want to say, 
I don't give a shit what you do with my ashes. Like, whatever. Like, throw them in a river or, like... No, it's gonna be so well, much it's, cooler. It's not the person anymore, you right. know? I mean, it well, is, but it isn't. Yeah. They do this thing that, that I know Caitlin is interested in, um, because we've talked about what to do with us when we die, because... We're tight like there's that. A, there's um, that movie where they <laughs> snort their friend. That's terrible. Oh, oh, oh that's yeah. Oh, idea. that's f***ed up. That's not a good idea. Um, but there's this thing that they do where basically, like, they'll kind of combine your ashes with, like, a, a tree root ball. And yeah, that's nice. And you sort of grow into the tree. Yeah. I mean, sure, that's nice. I don't know. I love that. I, I like saw this tweet that kind of sums up my feelings. Creepy. It's, uh, YTF coffin so expensive y'all bury me raw <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah. just dig a hole <laughs> right like i don't just i'm don't not even in. particular about where the hole is right like well, who's tracking that stuff in. it's probably fine our our aunt actually gave her um body to science and they do you know whatever scientific things they do to bodies and then they give you back your person cremated <laughs> two years later so right they, which she came back early because of covid because they you know i guess Ooh, here's another for a bunch of reasons that I'll leave to all of your imagination. Right. <laughs> so she came back early, but here, all right. Here's what yeah. I'll say: science. I would very much like to be spaghettified in a black hole. If you could just like shoot me in a black hole, that is like how I would like to donate my body to science. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd like <laughs> see to see what I'd like to go ahead and be dissected up <laughs> and stuff. I think that they'll probably uh, find no useful information from my bloated corpse <laughs> but um i do plan to with with the days leading up i have i have an elaborate plan well for this to work i need to be the you know the the last per, you know of, of my inheritance so after i die it'll go it'll it'll be kind of up for grabs there's no obvious person um and i'm going to spend a long time going around to maybe a couple of years going around to all like my family members in secret and telling them listen I'm going to leave everything to you, <laughs> but don't tell anybody because I don't want to hurt any feelings, but like, you're my favorite and like, it's just makes sense. No, no, no. And you're missing I'm an not opportunity. not going to leave a will at all. <laughs> you no. need to have organized afterwards, like at the wake, there's a, a, a murder mystery party. Yeah. And <laughs> the winner gets, gets your inheritance, like the last one standing. Oh my god! And there's like clue <laughs> fight to the death. There, there, there's like a pipe in the dressing room, and there, there's, there's like a screwdriver. Only worth it if I can get Tim Curry to be the host. I think oh, yeah, you could. Right. I That's think what fine. you need to do is leave it all to a, like a cat. Right. I think that would be good. Or like <laughs> don't donate everything to like Ron Paul twenty forty two or something. Oh my god, no. Dude, wedding planning is rough, man. That sucks. Um, it is it is getting intense, and it's only it's at this point it's uh just a, around two months away. Mm -hmm. Nice. And uh, that means that like a lot of stuff needs to basically get finalized now because stuff like getting clothes tailored and stuff needs time to happen. So mm -hmm. like. This is sort of the cutoff right. for a lot of this stuff. Well, let me um, let me try and make your life a little bit easier. Yes, I will be your best man. You're welcome. <laughs> nice. Right. Thanks. So thanks for putting me on the spot like that. <laughs> <laughs> that How many strippers are we talking that, about? 
<laughs> so, um, that being said, well, yeah, we are doing uh, a bachelor party um, on the Thursday night before the wedding. That's the best that we could really get together, uh, given everything that's been going on. Caitlin gets to go to Putin Bay for her bachelorette party for a fucking weekend. Oh, that's dope. But I'm going to have an evening a at, week, at a, a bar. A weekday evening. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, oh, cool. yikes. Whatever. The one part of this that was, like, fun for me. Andy, considering, like, half our audience is from India, can you, like, shortly explain <laughs> what Putin Bay is? Like, everybody knows. <laughs> right, right. So, so for those who don't, I guess, um, Putin Bay is a little island off of the, uh, the northwestern coast of Ohio in the Great Lake of Lake Erie. Um, it's a str- there's a string of islands. There's uh, South Bass Island, Kelly's Island. South Bass Island, I think, is where sure. Putin Bay is. I think you might be focusing on the wrong details. Anyway, so it's a, it's an island where people go to drink during the summer. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's about it. Like it's basically an Ohio's like Florida, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Or like or like crappy Vegas. Crappy Atlantic City, maybe. Atlantic, yeah, yeah, there you go. There's, I don't think there's any gambling, though, so. <laughs> Not right. with that attitude. <laughs> maybe just Kino, which <laughs> right. I'm not going to knock because Caitlin loves Did it. it. I don't think I've, I've been telling people this story recently, and I know we want to get into the episode, but uh, because you brought up Kino, I think I told you guys this recently, but Kino is this game where, like, there are random numbers chosen, and a lot of times, at least... A little while back, it would be up in like a restaurant. So like while you're waiting for your food to be delivered, you could pull out one of these Kino cards and like bet five or ten or fifteen or twenty bucks or whatever. And I was playing once. I lived in Boston for a while around 2000, and I was playing once with some friends, and uh, we were <laughs> we were having lunch at this restaurant. And so I pulled out a Kino card for, I think it was the first time I ever played, and the numbers I played were the Gambler's Anonymous hotline number on the back of the card. <laughs> and I won enough money to pay for everybody's lunch, which I thought was pretty great. And uh, then I retired <laughs> forever from Kino. <laughs> but speaking, And that's when you had your first gay experience, Yes, right? speaking of retiring <laughs> from Kino, the gay rights movement. Uh. Good segue, right. everyone. Very, very uh, I'll take credit for that one. Thank you. So, who here likes Barbara Streisand? I'm a bagel and a plate full of onion rolls. Ooh, ooh. Uh, she's okay. I was watching a Barbara Streisand movie today, which is awkward <laughs> to admit. Yentl? No, like the mirror has two faces or something like that. Something about two faces. I have looked in that mirror. Mm. It's just one face. And a handsome one. But, um, alright, so, what do you guys, what, what? You guys want to talk about some gay shit? Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And let's, and I do want to, like... Let's throw up some rainbows all over right. this Right. We're going to talk about some gay shit. And we're going to have a good time. Sh- I am next to my <laughs> sister. There will be no shit of any sort happening. Uh, well, I mean... Why did you sound disappointed? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like gay shit, but not with you. Yeah, there you go. Is that... High five. There you go. Well, so... Wow. Um, one of the topics we wanted to talk about today was like the, the history sort of like where, where it's come from. Cause it's, 
it's come a long way in the United States. I mean, we obviously still have a long way to go, but like, if you look at like 60 years ago, it was illegal in all 50 states to participate in same-sex sexual activity. There were like sodomy laws that outlawed, and this is really insulting, like in the same breath, they outlawed like bestiality, oral sex, and any kind of sex between same-sex partners. Like as if that's in the same vein, like even close to the same vein of bestiality and like a lot of these laws you know stayed for a really long time in conservative places it took a really long time but um right like the supreme court has federally made uh made like same-sex marriage legal nationwide overriding a lot of state laws so yeah right and the connective tissue with those laws is it affected people that they didn't see as human well, and of, uh, just to hmm. get everyone on board, a- as of 2020, uh, January 2020, 16 states still have um, sodomy laws against perverted sexual practice. Woo! So as of, you know, last hmm. year, and COVID probably slowed down any of those over- things getting overturned. Damn Democrats. <laughs> that, was, that was a joke, because it's not Democrats. It's the Republicans, dagnabbit. Um, but Lexi, I wanted to ask you about your participation. So you've been, um, like, uh, an activist and, like, uh, you know, a big recruiter for activism in the Toledo area for a long time, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a loudmouth gay in Toledo. I think that's fair to say. Um, do, do you, uh, can you can you tell us a little bit of, like, the, the front lines, like, the, the war stories? So, I from... mean, yeah, I mean, like, whatever. We um, we owned a bar for a while, and... Um, you gotta tell my... them the name of the bar. It's the best name bar ever. It was a lesbian bar called Outskirts. Come on, that's great. So, pretty awesome, <laughs> pretty obviously. Good. Pretty so, good. So, um... At any rate, in the second year of owning it, um, my mom was like, well, what are we going to do other than just have a bar? And um, a few of us are like, well, you know, we should start a pride. And so um, myself and a committee formed and we started a pride in Toledo and uh, hoped for a thousand people to come out the first year and got 2,500. And it's been growing ever since then. So this will be our 11th year 12th year i can't remember first year was 2010 and that's kind of how things have gone and it's pretty awesome we we get about 20,000 people over um the weekend now and um it's i think think it's i think it's one of the biggest events that toledo does now yeah it's pretty huge and the the you know i think the coolest thing i can say about it is uh 2019 you know before the before the world ended because we didn't do it last year we just did a virtual thing um but but 2019, I was running up the hill because something was going wrong. And we are at this park that um, kind of sits down by the river, but it goes up to like a street. So I was running up and that's where our parade is. And there were just two boys who were probably, you know, 15 years old, just walking down the street, you know, next to the parade, holding hands, not thinking anything of seeing like all these rainbows, not thinking anything of holding hands in public, not thinking... Just not even thinking about it, just being able to just walk down the street and be themselves and feel comfortable. And I was like, God, I could have never done that when I was 15. And it was Hmm. just the coolest thing to see, you know? It was just like, well, look at that, you know? Look at how far we've come. 
Oh, that gave me. So that you gave were me really the ground floor of uh, Toledo Pride. Um, like the, you don't get more ground floor than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we started it. Um, which yeah, it's just pretty cool, and it feels like an honor to be able to help the city celebrate, you know, the LGBT community. So I'm really super into it, and kind of maybe in an annoying way. I I don't know if this is just my take, but growing up in Toledo. It did not feel like a bastion of support for the gay community or anything like outside of the norm. And the city has come out like over time in such a huge way for this. Well, and I'll say like from my perspective, we, um, Nate and I actually went to, um, well, Nate's a different story, but I went to high school right over the, um, right over the line into Michigan in a little township called Bedford. And it was really very different than Toledo. Um, it was not anywhere near as open-minded. Um, definitely was discriminated against quite a bit, um, even as a youth, you know. And I was so excited to be old enough to move to Toledo. So Toledo, for me, always was like, oh, my God, like, I can't wait to get there so I'm not somewhere so small anymore. Because I didn't know very many um, other people who were, uh, able to be out, you know, I was yeah. kind of lone gunning in high school. I had a lot of friends who were LGBT, but couldn't necessarily be out for whatever reason. So, um, and I wasn't loudly out. I don't think, I mean, well, I always had school, a shaved head and so, right. you know, like, yeah. <laughs> and I, I would wear, there were some kids who called me uh butch. So I would wear a shirt that said butch on it. So like, I guess, you know, uh, <laughs> it's not like I was hiding anything, but it leaned into right, it. Right. But it's not like, I mean, I didn't have like rainbow belt buckles at that point. Well, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> maybe a anyway, the second I found rainbows, <laughs> I was, I was down for a while down the clown. But I would say you were definitely, you had some popularity. I mean, you were homecoming queen. Mm. Uh, I was prom queen first off. Prom and queen, sorry. I feel like half Boom. of the people who voted for me were probably making fun of me. Yes. But I'm but fine they with still that. Voted because... for you. you are without doubt the worst pirate I've ever heard of. But you have heard of me. The level the of popularity of I had in high school, I would have loved the, like, ironic vote. Yeah. That would have been, like, <laughs> you know who I am. That's great. So, yeah, I mean, I was very excited to get to Toledo. I think Toledo is a great city, um, but it's it's super awesome to feel so supported and have people reaching out to us. Uh, you know, like, one of the cooler things about 2019, too, is, like, uh, I think it was a like a Lowe's or a Home Depot semi painted rainbow. I was like, what? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> Sorry for Lowe's or Home Depot, whichever one didn't do it, but mad cred for whichever <laughs> one did. It was not Home Depot. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, it was probably Aww. Lowe's. Wah, uh, wah. Home Depot but they could definitely go with a Homo yeah. Depot, which... Uh, nice. <laughs> hey. Wait, that was... We, we just wrote their slogan for <laughs> them. You can, you can write us a check anytime you want. We were talking a little bit about um, some of the like the history and and I think let's go ahead and you know we referenced like the sixties and stuff but but like the original Pride the Stonewall Stonewall riots right, yeah. right? Um, that that was in the sixties yeah nineteen sixty nine I don't know a ton yep. about the story but basically I know it had to do with throwing bricks at cops which I am. Pro. Well, there. Okay, so there <laughs> wow. was a there was a trans woman named uh, Marsha P. Johnson, and um, she basically threw the first brick. But um, people were being, 
you know, there are all these um, gay clubs and people would hang out there and, but you had to wear a certain amount of, you couldn't be where, you know, if you were a lesbian who was um, butch identifying, you couldn't be wearing uh, more than three pieces of men's clothing, or you had to be wearing more than three pieces of women's clothing. I can't remember the rule. Um, but there were rules like that. So, and you couldn't be dancing with somebody of the same mm. sex and, and all these rules, right? So they would come and they would raid these clubs and they would arrest everybody. And then that would go on the paper and then people would lose their jobs, right? Because gay. Um, so they kept doing this to all these, to all these clubs and eventually bricks were thrown and the gays started fighting back and being like, we're, you know, not necessarily like people weren't necessarily proud to be out of the closet at first. I mean, obviously some people were, but some of the pictures you see, like the first, um, uh, gay rights marches, they weren't parades, you know, they were marches and it's like people Mm -hmm. are covering their identity like, people used to wear bags on their heads, like, that kind of thing, because they couldn't, it wasn't safe to be out. You would lose your family. Most times, oftentimes, you would lose your job. You couldn't go to church, like, all these things. So, like, it wasn't, you know, when people talk about pride and being proud of who you are, that wasn't really where it started. It started with, please stop discriminating against us, like, we are, we are people, you know, um, so right. it's hmm. it's evolved into this like uh, obnoxious glitter fest that we all know and love now. Well, and 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 I mean that's that's here in America, but also and also in between then and now, I mean there was the AIDS epidemic in the eighties where the government basically just left thousands, hundreds of thousands of people to yeah. die, kind of like the COVID epidemic, <laughs> huh? Except that that was a discriminatory thing, not just a right. sheer incompetence thing. <laughs> that was a we don't care about enough about you. That mostly affected to, like to poor communities and communities of color. Well, right. I guess there is a component there, I suppose. But at any rate, even even now today, I mean, pride now in America is this uh, glitter fest, as you say. But there's. American companies like, say, Chick-fil-A or like Hobby Lobby that actively discriminate against LGBT people. Um, you know, Chick-fil-A is notorious for for donating tons of money to ha- hardcore Christian charities, right. gay conversion, advocate for stuff like that. Yeah, right. for, for death penalty for homosexuality in African countries. So um, like the it's far from over. We we've made a lot of progress here in America, no doubt. But hey, I mean, there's there's a long there's long a long way, way to go. go. Still. Absolutely. So um, you know, just to, to to piggyback off of that, I mean, even here in America, trans violence is at an all time high. 2020 was the deadliest year in history for trans people in America, and 2021 is already set to outpace it by 300. percent It's it's so crazy to me that 2020 was a record setter considering we were all in our houses. Right. Like, where I, were these people finding the opportunity? Well, yeah, you, it, you almost think they have to seek it out. I mean, I'm it, sure that that's not. You know, it's similar. It's similar to all of the other minorities that we've seen being discriminated against after the the red hats uh, incidents, right? Like the the four years of that. Like, and yes, together. We will make America great again. Many of us have felt less safe 
uh, during this period of time than we had for years prior to that, you know? Can the you Obama explain? years were definitely, for me, felt much more comfortable. You know, there was, seriously, on the, the White House website, you could look up, you know, LGBT section, blah, blah, blah. And the day that Trump went to the office, that was gone. You know, there, there are mm-hmm. all these things, like the light, the White House, you know, for the first time in my life, it's like, did they just light up the White House rainbow? Like, are you kidding? I didn't think when I was in high school, I didn't think I'd ever be able to get married. It didn't, that didn't even well, like occur to me. You know what I mean? It wasn't a thing. Right. I certainly didn't think that I'd have children with another woman and be married to that person and both be on the birth certificate and whatever. You know what I mean? We've come so far yeah. and then it just felt like getting kind of kicked back down the stairs, you know? And, I think, you know, I mean, thinking back, and we've referenced this in a previous episode, um, that even even when, even with the Obama administration, I mean, they kind of stumbled into that position. They didn't mean to take that on, and Joe Biden sort of gaffed them yeah, into it. Yeah, thanks, Joe Biden. Um, and, and they certainly leaned into it and embraced it, and, and kudos to them for that. But, but even so, like, the advancements that we got in those years were almost by accident. Right. Yeah, absolutely it was. It just feels very, very disheartening. And I'm not even, like, I'm not f***ing queer. I'm I'm more or less pretty, I'm, I'm pretty close to straight. Well, I think the most interesting thing about the Supreme Court decision is it was a direct rebuke of all of these horrible anti-gay laws that... Because I love to bring it up. It's the Republicans, dagnabbit. Republicans had come out with <laughs> to block gay marriage. To say marriage is a an institution between one man and one woman. And because they did that, it forced the Supreme Court to talk about it. And bada boom, bada bing. Yeah, wasn't like that's, that... I think there was a, a Bush, um, uh, there was a something that Bush Jr. did that, that was supposed to, like, enforce that marriage was between a man and a woman. Right. Sanctity of remember. Marriage Act. Was that it? But, I mean, we, I I, I we have this feature on uh, the podcast called Fact yeah. Checking, and maybe we'll do one of those. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was aiming at. Good aim. Fact Check. Fact Check. Fact Check. And welcome back to Fact Check. I definitely could have just made this a sound drop, but I basically said I was going to do a fact check, and so, dagnabbit, that's what you guys are going to get. This sound clip is from a radio address George W. Bush gave on June 3rd, 2006, and the one thing I do want to bring up is, because my editing skills are so dope, it's going to sound like one continuous clip, but there is a big chunk of it that I left out. So I will also include the link to the full radio address in the doobly-doo. Anyway, enjoy. I want to explain why I support the Marriage Protection Amendment and why I'm urging Congress to pass it and send it to the states for ratification. The Defense of Marriage Act declares that no state is required to accept another state's definition of marriage. If that act is overturned by activist courts, then marriages recognized in one city or state might have to be recognized as marriages everywhere else. That would mean that every state would have to recognize marriages redefined by judges in Massachusetts or local officials in San Francisco, no matter what their own laws or state constitutions say. This national question requires a national solution, 
and on an issue of such profound importance, that solution should come from the people, not the courts. A constitutional amendment will put a decision that is critical to American families and American society in the hands of the American people, which is exactly where it belongs. Democracy, not court orders, should decide the future of marriage in America. Thank you for listening. Oh boy, did I ever hate that guy at the time. I mean, Trump sort of puts him in perspective a little bit, but he is a piece of war criminal and, uh, man, I hate him. Anyway... Let's get back to the show. Back check, back check, back check. I was trying to not be the one who says it because you last time, in the last couple episodes, you've been bitching <laughs> at me about it. So. Uh, defense, <laughs> defense of marriage act, the doma. I don't. I I was just joshing you. I love it when you when you call for a fact check. I know, I know, I know. I'm kidding. Anyway, so you know, it, I mean, anyway, what 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 was our point? I don't know that things were rougher than they are now which is awesome but then they felt mm. rough again and now they feel but like again, maybe we're headed towards less rougheriness <laughs> but again it, it seems <laughs> like it depends on your perspective right? right i mean i just mentioned a couple episodes ago how i had talked about how things were getting so much better with covid at the same time as India was suffering its deadliest uh, right. bit of COVID. And right. it's all about your perspective and who you are. I think yep. if you're a trans woman of color, it's hard to say, like, things are better than ever before. Like, right. you, yeah, you got an Oreo, but you could get murdered, too. So Right, right. And, I mean, like, I think, I think that trans people are the people that we need to be supporting more than anyone else right now. We, we really have to be lifting up those voices and and trying to elevate those stories because we're losing too many people and any any person is too many people any person to a hate right. crime is is too much mini fact check i didn't want to bring up real quick that george w bush also vetoed a texas hate crimes bill in 1999 as governor because it included protections for gay people again huge piece of shit but he did give candy to Michelle Obama that one time, so maybe we should let him off the hook. Mini. Oh, and then there was that time that he lied to the American people so he could kill over 600,000 innocent Iraqi civilians, but that's probably not relevant to the gay pride episode, so on we go. Mini fact check. But, you know, when we know that there are many many people lost that we are sure of and that that is separate from from other people who may have been killed in a hate crime but were only dead named so they weren't even reported as a trans person or their family covered that whatever you know uh we don't even know the real numbers can you real quick tell people who might not be familiar what a dead name is a dead name is the name that a trans person had at birth and has chosen to no longer have oh hmm. okay and i and so, i do want to bring up we we plan on doing an episode on trans rights and i don't want people to think that this is the beat a dead source gay episode and like maybe we'll do one again next year like I, we we do have plans to do other things but this is what we could pull together while Lexi and I were gutting a house and looking for our dad, so. <laughs> Fair enough. That sounds terrible. Right, yeah, absolutely. Like, 
this is this is all stuff that we are going to continue to explore different facets of. Um, and well, I think uh, it's but, great that you guys are but, doing that. I think it's really awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I want to. I, I, I feel like it's it, it like it feels like the and I mean this very literally, like the least that we can do, <laughs> where we have a platform that reaches. Tens of people, literally, literally, <laughs> literally dozens. But, every but you week. don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, so, like, we want to try to use this platform to spread but we good can messages change, and not right? bad ones. We can ones. change ones and twos of minds. <laughs> Note to self, Nathan: come up with a virtue signaling sound effect. <laughs> up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. Oh, it's the virtue signal. So a big part of the episode, like, we covered briefly, and we can still go back to, uh, like, where we've been, but I want to talk a little bit about where we still need to go. Like, what kind of stuff is not supported legally or not supported socially that uh, LGBTQ people are, like, you know, you're still missing in, uh, we already talked about their 16 states that um you know still have those sodomy laws on record um like lexi can you talk a little well, bit about, i mean like, i think we have we goals yeah. we, we still need to hurdle you're, uh across yeah you're hitting the nail on the head i mean i think i i'm not going to be able to kind of box that all up but i can tell you that one of the one of the things that toledo has that a lot of areas don't is my friend nick fought for us to ban conversion therapy in the city. And mm-hmm. so conversion therapy is something that's super, super damaging and is as dumb as it sounds. Can't make somebody gay. You certainly can't make them ungay. <laughs> so it's like, it's like straight training. Um, a great movie to watch if you want to see it is, but I'm a cheerleader and it's a, it's a jokey version of what, what that, that kind of process looks like. Right. Um, and RuPaul's in it. But, it's but they literally like electroshock people, right? Well, they, and it's they're like, all different. Um, they're all different um, tactics, and and a lot of it, if not all of it, is religion based. But you know, it's just this, it's this really damaging thing to someone, and usually in their formative years, and it's it damages people for life, you know, and it's and it doesn't mm. work. Also, like whatever. And so, I mean, I'm sure you guys know that the. The suicide rates about uh, around LGBT people are much higher, and so trying to kind of combat a good deal of that is is getting rid of these things that are outwardly harmful. And so you know, there obviously social things, and social things are going to be you're going to run the gamut. You know, if you live in a smaller town or not a big city, right, you're going to face different discrimination than you will in a big city, and you know, I think those things are things when you guys talk in different in different episodes, those are some things that you can explore because the way I'm treated in a small town is much different than the way that I'm treated in Toledo, which is different than the way that I'm treated when we're like in New York. But I am, a, mm. like I said, like I'm a masculine butch presenting female. So I get questioned when I go in the bathroom often, you know, I get served often. I, sorry. I get called sir, which funnily, me and some of my other friends who are butch call it being sirred because it's funny. <laughs> so I'd be like, oh, I got sirred on the way here. Like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, excuse me, sir, um, this is the women's bathroom. You're like, yeah, I know. 
Like, we're cool. I can but, read. But I will say, as an observer of those sirs from time to time, it is hilarious watching people realize the mistake right. they've made, like, immediately after they make it. That face is... Well, Mwah. for something completely unconnected to being gay, I was in court last week, and the judge asked, um, my, I, I was on uh, one side, uh, who's the plaintiff? I guess the plaintiff I was, is the the defendant is the yeah, person who is defending uh, themselves. So right. I was I was plaintiff. Defending. So I'm the plaintiff, and so she asked the defendant to state his name or whatever. So she's like, "Sir," and then he said it, and then my lawyer said his name, and then she said "Sir" to me, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Lexi Heyman Staples," and she was like, "Oh," and just <laughs> audible uncomfortableness, oh, yeah. which so was good. awesome because I'm like, "What did the stenographer write? Like, how do you spell?" Like, because you just, and I just kind of gave her a look like, dude, happens all the time. Like, we're fine. Oh. Like, we're cool. But it was just kind of hilarious. I think that's all public record. We should, yeah. if I can look it up and well, throw but... in a fact check of how that's spelled, I'm going to do it. Mm, yeah, that's awesome. That'd be amazing. So at any rate, yeah, I mean, there's, there's just a long way to go. And, you know, there, there are things that are, um, little small details that you wouldn't think about. Like when Nicole and I tried to change. So Nicole's my wife. My name is Alexis Nicole Heyman Staples. Her name is Nicole Marie Heyman Staples. So we only are separate by one name. It's placed in a different spot. But <laughs> when we tried to change, she first changed her last name to Heyman Staples. I was Staples. She was Heyman. So when I went to change mine, the lady at the BMV was like, well, I don't have a spot to do that. I can't change it. And Nicole is has serious resting bitch face is that a nice way to put it <laughs> it's She's not got, a nice way to put it it's an accurate way to right, put it. she has a very serious case of resting bitch face and so this lady is like trying to tell us why she can't make this happen and nicole's like yeah she's a girl and i'm like so ma'am i'm a, and she was like i understand you're a female but um don't get mad. So <laughs> there's not a spot for me to, I'm not saying you're a man, but um, I can't, I can change the wife's name to the husband's name, but I can't change the husband's name to the wife's name. And she ah. was just so uncomfortable that she like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, and so we ended up, she ended up calling the state of Ohio and kind of figuring out how to write it in and then calling over a coworker and just being like, initial this. Marcy said it's fine. Just do it. Like, whatever, you know, like, and I was like, uh, I, I want to end this interaction as right. quickly as she possible. Went, you could just uh. tell, like, oh, she's so uncomfortable. Like, I felt so bad. But there, you know, there are things like that. Another weird one for me, and I've read a couple things about it online, so I think that this is true, but I get searched in the airport almost every time. It's uncanny and kind of funny for my family and friends to watch because they'll wait almost like with popcorn to watch kind of what happens because they're always like, I always go through it. I'm like, here I go. I took off everything I could possibly take off. We should be good. And then it goes beep, beep, beep. And I'm like, oh, crap. So every time I get searched and I was like, why does this happen? Like, and so I ask a guy one time, like, he's like, it's and they always say it's a random security check or whatever. I'm like, I'm so random. That it's me every time. So I asked the guy and he was like, well, if you wore tighter clothes, you'd probably be okay. And so like, I've been wearing like skinny jeans now, like, okay, let's go. Like, what can I do? Like my tightest, I don't have a lot of tight clothes, but the tightest things I own. And so I was reading this thing online and and so 
I can't remember, we were coming home from New Orleans or something, and I go through the thing, and I look back, and because it beep, beep, beeped at me, which shocking, and so I look back, and it's literally a square over my vagina, and I was like, oh god, that's so embarrassing, like, it seems like I have, like, like a bomb in my, like, what? So then they pull me aside, and then they ask if I'm a female, and I'm like, yes, and then they have to, like, get a female then to search me and so the most disappointed faced lady comes over like oh Aww. like oh f-. i'm like nice to meet you susan like whatever let's go through this together and they're like well you can you can get searched right here or you can go in this back room and my immediate i'm a, a kind of shy person so my immediate thing is like i'm gonna go to the back room for sure and then i like thought of everything that could happen to somebody in a back room and i was like so here's cool let's uh let's go ahead and get down to business and she had to do like a as i lovingly refer to it a vagina chop which is like where you know they feel the inside of your leg and then they give you a little vagina chop and then like same on the other side i'm very much looking forward to the sound effect i'm going to include with that so so but she came over to me and i was like nice i'm really not as interesting as this would i'm I swear there's nothing fun happening. Like, and she's just looking at me like just with just utter disappointment. And I'm Aww. like, I'm so sorry, lady. Like, <laughs> but we got through it. Um, I've been vagina chopped by a stranger and I made it to the other side. But I think why I get searched based on this interneting is that I wear boxers. And so the clothing that they, the clothing that they expect to see or the, the, um, the heat map that they expect to see on a female when they run it is different than on a male. So I have like hmm. things that are, you know what I mean? Like mapping differently than, than what is expected. Also, if anybody who's listening to this wants to write in, we have no idea why I get searched all the time. So we love feedback on that. that Cause I'm be always fun. guessing. I'm like, well, I'm just going to wear a thong. I Let's think that's see what, what happens. That's absolutely what you should do. Next <laughs> well, time. what I want to know yeah, is but then like, what if why I get searched? were you bringing, what if I, why were you bringing a bomb in your a vagina, vagina bomb. into the airport? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I'm a drug oh, mule. But if <laughs> so, <laughs> very entertaining. I do think a couple other things to think about is uh, things that we need to work on uh, with the LGBT community, LGBTQ plus community. Is there an I in there now? LGBTQ plus. Is fine. I, I want to be inclusive of everybody. I apologize if I was not. I believe the correct is LGBTQIAA, but I can't be sure. I feel like so there's got to be a plus in there still. I say LGBTQ plus. I'm going to go with hers. Um, but Yeah, that seems like the uh, cover your ass way to go. So there's a couple of things I wanted to mention, but first of all, uh, trans teens i believe and you might be able to correct me on this but there is something like a 50 percent higher chance of suicide if trans people young trans people specifically aren't referred to by their pronouns well and that's non-binary people too so this is this is they them this is this is not just uh the pronouns that everyone is comfortable with so um that the most the most thing i hear from people or the the most often um excuses well, it's hard to say that, or it's it's a plural word. Okay, well, I think you can figure it out. Pretend yeah, their name is they. Yeah, it's is that nonsense. like it's not it's not hard to change the way that you talk. I understand that it takes practice. It doesn't take that much practice. And for me, I I get I get so that people are that's it's such a disingenuous argument in the first Agreed. place because 
for years and years and years and years and years, every single, like, job training or anything, they'll say, okay, well, when the customer comes in, ask them their name. And everybody understood exactly what was going on. All of a sudden, they have a problem with it because the gender binary is being disrupted right. and they're uncomfortable right. with that. That's right. the problem. They don't like it. And personally, and like, I'm a cis white dude, so take whatever I say with a grain of salt. But personally, when I'm, I have no problem calling people pieces of shit. <laughs> but people who are trying <laughs> and mess up, people who are trying to use the proper pronouns and make a mistake, I, I encourage that. Like, try and use it because you're going to make mistakes and you're going to get better like anything else. I think the you don't have to be perfect every time, but you need to try and make the effort. Right. And I think other people will see when you make the effort. Right. Well, the, the suicide rate is astronomical. Um, trans youth have the highest homelessness, homelessness. rate. Yep. Yeah. Um, they're, mm. they're out on the street. They get, like, disowned by their family. They lose their support group. So, like, it's... And they it's don't a very... feel comfortable going into the services. I mean, I get I get messages about all the time. They don't feel comfortable going into the services that are provided. A lot of it is gendered. A lot of the sleeping mm-hmm. arrangements are gendered. There's not a way for a trans young person to feel comfortable in the systems that we have built in this country already. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be more inclusive when we think about that and i know that it's it's hard much like the you know oh everyone can't use the bathroom that they choose to <laughs> oh my god really like <laughs> so i'm not exactly sure like the best way to to to, to broach this question because I, I, re- I really intend to i want to be like fair about it um but and eh, don't bother <laughs> who 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 are the bad guys here? Because I I can think of like two identity group identities that I think everyone kind of knows are the bad guys here, and that's the the Republicans conser- and, and the Christians, and not all Christians. Hashtag not all Christians. I'm sure, just like not all men and not all Muslims and not and, all whatever. Right, and I'm gonna feel dirty saying this, but hashtag not all Republicans. When did Saruman the wise abandon reason for madness? <laughs> right. But, but I mean, other than, is it just those two groups which overlap a lot? Or are there other bad guys here that, that a lot of us don't know about or think about? So I think there are certainly other bad guys. I don't know. I think the people that are loudest about it or proudest about it are going to be from those groups that are already mentioned. But I've definitely had arguments with people who I thought were reasonable humans, specifically about trans people, um, and mm. being like, well, once a man, always a man, or how were they born? and Or what genitalia do they have now? None of your business. No, none of that yeah. is any of your business. All you have to do is talk to somebody how they feel comfortable. That is the the end-all, be-all. But have they? None of your business. But did they? Still none of your business. Right. What was their name? None of your business. That is the end-all, be-all of, of that conversation. How does that person feel comfortable being identified? Then that's what you do. And, you know, I think the fact that we have this, you know, sometimes it's people who want to say, well, I'm just, I'm just a, you know, 
a stickler for English, so I won't say that. Well, shut up. Me fail English? That's impossible. Um, <laughs> then how about you don't say English words? How about just shut well, your mouth? Because English, like all languages, evolve. Like. Yeah. No, they'd be wrong anyway because they them were used as singular pronouns hundreds of years ago. Well, that's so. good to well, know. I, I think that this is an interesting topic because. Of course, if you want to be polite to somebody, if you want to have like a normal conversation with somebody, if you want to respect somebody, you're going to obviously use the pronouns that they want. But can we as a society use the force of law or use the force of social pressure in order to, you know, say people who just refuse to stop dead naming people or refuse to use the proper pronouns like we we believe in free speech you know right. can can we really use the force of law to coerce people in order to use the proper pronouns i i mean i i think that that's a sticky situation yeah i mean well. i don't think so i think you can i think you can pressure employers you know i think you can pre i think you can pressure public organizations you can certainly pressure the news media um but they're still gonna i mean the news media is, are the people who most often um have the opportunity and instance to dead name people it happens much less frequently now um mm -hmm. but a lot of the and, and andy it's what you're kind of talking about a lot of the um trans people who have been killed um let's just say always um <laughs> if they if they make the paper they're often dead named mm -hmm. and that is like like spitting in someone's face after they've already been through the worst possible thing that could be imagined and not just theirs but then the the family and the friends that they have it's not acknowledging mm -hmm. that person it's right it's erasing them right well i think you know from a legal standpoint from a legal argument I do think that there is an argument to be made. I'm certainly not the person to make it, being not a f***ing lawyer. But um, I, I think that there's an argument probably to be made for um, negative externalities, which for any listeners who might not know is think if a nuclear power plant gets installed in your neighborhood and they are bur burying their nuclear waste in your neighborhood park that's polluting all of the soil in your neighborhood and the water and it, like that's that those effects are negative externalities of that factory even though it's not doing any direct harm right so in this case you know i think the argument would be that type of treatment dead naming or um you know misgendering and especially intentionally misgendering yeah um right. or and, and other forms of like verbal and emotional abuse an aggression like that i think there's an argument to be made that since that is leading demonstrably to an increase in suicide rate that that is physical do or, or maybe not doing physical harm but that's doing harm to that person i mean i i think that we can legislate the things that employers do we can legislate the things that the government like the way that the government is going to treat people when you start talking about, like, we're going to change the way that the media works, we're going to write laws about the way that the media works, or the way that people conduct their own conversations, like, that gets a lot more tricky. Like, I don't, well, I don't yeah. think you can really right. legislate that. 
And I think you can look at like what Andy, again, what you're saying, I think you can look at what the intent is and what the outcome is. So let's say we're Nathan and I are, are at a honky tonk and I see someone (laughs) that like we always are, it's going to be a honky tonk. Okay. We're at a honky tonk. I don't know where to get to one, but we're going to find one. And we see a, a trans female that I know and I out her to the people at this honky tonk and now she is assaulted hmm. where am i liable hmm. i know where i'm at i know the danger because i, I i'm i can't, you can't pretend that i am naive nathan didn't do it he's stupid we know that yeah but I, <laughs> we can't pretend that i am naive to the dangers that i'm um putting before that person right so i don't know I don't know. I think yeah. I think it, it I think a lot of it is intent and you know there these are the kinds of things that the next 20, 30, 40, 100 years of legal cases will set precedent on, right? Yeah. Right. I'm against making laws about this stuff in general. Like I'm not saying that I couldn't be convinced, but I think the analogy here is we we treat these people the way we treat racists. I have no problem turning a racist into their employer Correct. and getting their ass fired for being a piece of shit. Okay. And I think, again, intentionality is incredibly important. I I wouldn't turn somebody in for making an honest mistake. Like, that. that's not... But that... Nathan, again, that, that kind of speech is, is not against the law. And right, like, and that's why I'm not... I think not... we're in a dangerous spot if we start legislating that. No, I, I'm specifically saying don't legislate it. Right. I'm, it, it, I'm the... saying you you get to be a piece of shit. That's your right as an American. Absolutely. But I also get to tell your employer, hey, you're employing a piece of shit. And they're maybe be, don't do that. There are going to be social consequences, and the social consequence hmm. may be that you lose your job. The social consequence hmm. may be that your friends find out that you're garbage. You know, we like, you don't know what that, that is until it happens. Right. But I, I mean, I agree. Like, I don't think we should be legislating how people speak and certainly to them, to each other and things like that. But if you're going to put that stuff out there, if you're going to acknowledge I'm a piece of shit, I get to go ahead and like, let people know, Hey, here's a piece of shit. Right. I'm just advertising, you know, but you know, it's like I'm just advertising uh, who you are, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, be proud of who you are. Be a piece of shit <laughs> in front of everybody. Well, in in Lexi's case, I mean, you could say that there's an argument there that she, like, um, made a danger apparent to, right. uh, to that right, person. Like I, know, like, like, I knowingly brought forth danger or whatever the hell you say like i don't know yeah incited incited it's like it's like the lady it's like the lady who's like coughing on vegetables with covid you know it's like hey hey i'm not it's not the same thing but you know what i mean it's like okay well in the court of stupid you win but that that makes me uncomfortable too not for like i think from the other angle from eating corn on the cob (laughs) no from the other angle which is the being able to prove in a court of law or whatever, that someone knowingly put somebody else in danger because of my background, I knew this. I think people would like put people in danger and use that ignorance to try and like get off from like suffering any consequences. Right. And uh-huh. so I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like I. <laughs> no. 
Uh, no, you're right. And uh, there actually was recently, I think, uh, a change to the requirements for intent mm. at a federal level. And, you know, I think that that I think it had to do with the Derek Chauvin trial, actually. But um, yeah. at any rate, you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll get a fact check here and maybe I'll just be wrong. It <laughs> has happened once. Before. It has happened before. Back check, back check, back check. And welcome back to Fact Check. I believe what Andy is referring to here is an article of H.R. 7120, or the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act of 2020, where the criminal intent standard would be lowered from willful to reckless or knowing to convict a law enforcement officer for misconduct in a federal prosecution. It passed the House on March 3rd, 2021, with a grand total of zero Republican votes and has unshockingly stalled in the Senate. Deep breaths, Nathan. Deep breaths. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Back check, back check, back check. So, so this is not camera. the happiest subject in the world, but... <laughs> yeah, um, so far, not good. But <laughs> No, no, uh, we're about to get worse. Um, oh, good. But there's there's a hate crime prevention act that's called the Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act. It only came about in 2009, but there's classification now on a federal level of hate crimes that supersedes the state level hate crimes. Um, but we still don't have for like state laws a lot of the hate crime classification that you would like to to see so like if if a crime doesn't reach that federal level of enforcement if it's just a state crime it might not make it to the federal court where um this hate crimes prevention act would apply which sucks but i mean at least the federal law is there yeah. So I was driving through Ohio um, not too long ago, and rising up out of the cornfields were a number of billboards, and there were a couple along the highway that uh, were, you know, oh, Bible says the a marriage is between a man and a woman. Pat, is that so? What 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 is the? I don't uh, don't mean to call you out or anything, but like, is that a thing? Is how how uh, theologically? accurate is that so it is theologically accurate not that exact wording but there's a description uh of like the role of a man in marriage the role of a woman in marriage like you know that the i i would have to pull up the the exact scripture okay but it is basic i mean that's fine like i just it is there is like scripture that says basically holy matrimony is between a man and a woman not in as many words but um okay so it's maybe a little bit flexible where like it's pretty easy to interpret it as such but also you could kind of wriggle your way around it so this is uh this is ephesians five twenty five. for husbands this means love your wives just as christ loved the church he gave up his life for her that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of water of the word it, it there are roles that it'll say like this is what a man's to do in marriage this is what a woman's to do in marriage um i don't think that it's so black and white to interpret that that means that it has to be between 
a man and a woman. But there, there's also, um, like, if a man is to lie with a man, it's an abomination from the Old Testament. I mean, right. there there are reasons yeah. to believe that it it was intended that way and could be interpreted that way. So, yes. I mean... and But again, I feel like this is important to bring up every time, and I brought it up during the religion episode, but abomination was misinterpreted. Sure. It, it means yeah. unclean. It's in the same category as, like, eating shellfish at the time. Mini fat check. Uh-uh. Not so fast there, Nathan. Leviticus 2013 says, If a man practices homosexuality, having sex with another man as with a woman, both men have committed a detestable act. They must both be put to death, for they are guilty of a capital offense. So, that's not great. Mini fat check. Hmm, right. Um, so, so, it doesn't say, like, marriage is between a man and a woman, but in more words than that, like, you could take that that way. You could take sure. the passage from Ephesians that way. Okay. Well, and, and so, thank you. Um, and, and I think, you know, <laughs> the more important thing to remember with the, the billboard that says, holy matrimony is between a man and a woman, is that the f***ing laws of your states are not written based on what the f*** is holy and what isn't, because right. we're not in a theocracy, go f*** yourselves. But anyway... <laughs> I like I like the number of beeps that I'm gonna have to put in there. I mean, it is important that we have a yeah. separation of church and state for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that's about. Where I mean, at. as as the Christian in the group, like I have to say, like it, it's probably a great thing to have a separation of church and state. <laughs> that's probably fantastic. <laughs> but it went so well when they didn't. Uh yeah. <laughs> so, but. Before we get out of this section of things that still need to be fixed... There are so many. So, so many. But the thing that I think of is there are a lot of states, like a lot of states, where you can fire somebody for just being gay. Oh, 100%. There's there's no... Including... I mean, I I think including Ohio. I think... um, I don't know. Ohio, the liberal bastion? All right, here we go. Whew. U.S. states and territories, with no explicit prohibitions for discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity in state law. Montana, Idaho, Arizona, South Dakota, Oklahoma, Texas, Missouri, Arkansas, Louisiana, Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, West Virginia, Ohio, American Samoa, the Commonwealth of the Northern Mariana Islands, Guam, Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, so in so, this, where where I live in Ohio, we're protected, but um, throughout the state, I don't think that there are Yes and no. At, at least in Ohio, it's so it's a right-to-work state, which means you... You can fire anybody for anything. Employment means most people's employment is what they call at will, which means that they can fire... They can, they can terminate your employment 
at any time without saying the reason. However, that is not to say they cannot fire you because like they can't say, oh, we found out that you're a homosexual. You can't work here anymore because of that. That would be discrimination and they can't do that. But what they can do is say, oh, you're a homosexual. By the way, side note, you're fired. <laughs> for, right. for for no reason but, but it doesn't cause. have anything to do like, with that but it like right. but it doesn't matter because they they can do it for anything so it's, so so right so it, it technically they can't fire you for being gay but they can they also can fire you <laughs> they can fire you gay. for anything and ironically that gay. doesn't sound like you have a right to work at all no it's <laughs> right it's the uh and nathan is probably loving that i'm picking up the like his normal shtick this week. It's the Republicans, Daddy But that's the Republicans' clever marketing schemes. What? There Same thing with the uh, the the school choice thing, which is actually just a device to funnel money into the pockets of their benefactors. Right. So it looks like Ohio is split up. It looks like maybe by county. Um, yes. That there are counties. Where uh, sexual orientation and gender identity uh, can't be used to discriminate in housing or employment. Lucas County, uh, woohoo! And there are places where you can. So <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, that's where I thought we were. So um, I think another um, interesting thing that um, we kind of do as far as pride this year, we'll be back um, with an in-person event, but it'll still be pretty small. So no vendors. No food trucks. Um, you know, it's going to be more of a concert style event, but um, a lot of people find resources that way. And we have a lot of a lot of businesses, a lot of um, just organizations that want to show their their, um, I guess, support for the LGBT community that way. So the only things that we are going to have at our pride this year, which will be three sessions of between 350 and 500 people, like I said, concert style is we will have HIV testing because it's so very needed um, still. We are going to have um, a vaccination truck because um, it's super needed. And I think this is the interesting thing. I think that LGBT people are going to be more likely, the people who aren't vaccinated, um, to get vaccinated at a Pride event. And I think you're going to run into things like people not wanting to use their dead name in public. Like I don't want to go into a space where I'm going to set myself up to be misgendered. Um, and I, I just think that I, I wanted to say like how important having services specifically for LGBT people are. Um, the other thing I found really interesting, we usually do breast cancer testing, which um, we're trying to put together for this year at pride, but lesbians have like a 40% higher, um, breast cancer rate which seemingly makes no sense when i first heard that it didn't make sense hmm. to me but um because a lot of um lesbian women look different or are masculine they don't go to um like a gynecologist um which could be for a male or a female but also they don't breastfeed as often and they're just they're just these things that and and oftentimes um lesbians and um butch people and trans men bind. And so there are all these things with um, breast and chest health that make our community more susceptible to certain things. So I just thought that was like an interesting little tidbit and uh, yeah. I'm yeah. saying it. 
No, that's absolutely what we're here for. That's great. Didn't do you want to talk about uh, Pride Four One Nine? Toledo Pride started about ten years ago, um, renting a space um, that just is a, a community center space that's free for anyone to use, um, 365 days a year, um, provided they don't mind being in and amongst a lot of LGBT-focused uh, literature, because we have uh, an LGBT library and it's a very uh, spicy. It's a very rainbowy kind of space, so it, it definitely <laughs> attracts uh, certain groups. There are some groups that are like, no, no, we're good. We'll rent uh, this space for uh, pay. That's not that one. Um, but yeah, we. I mean, we're trying to do good stuff year round in our community and make sure that people feel supported. But uh, I think, like Pat said, like everyone said, we have a long way to go. Um, and right. I think you just keep. Um, chugging towards that finish line and uh I, my friend Taryn um who's one of my best friends she she was saying the other day that she was watching one of these you know pride month things on a streaming service and it's a like a docu-series and I'm not sure what the it's a pride-based docu-series and she was like I never knew why you were such an activist and she's only about five or six years younger than me but when I was 20 you know Ellen DeGeneres had come out two years prior to that, gotten fired. This is this is so hard, but I I I I think I've realized that I am. I can't even say the word. Why can't I say the word? I mean, why can't I just say? I mean, what is wrong? That why why do I have to be so ashamed? I mean, why can't I just say the truth? I mean, be who I am. I'm 35 years old. I'm so afraid to tell people. I mean, I just. Susan, I'm gay. Everyone who was coming out was losing their jobs. Don't Ask, Don't Tell was like on fire. Uh, people were trying to out people. People, The government was putting people into scenarios where they were trying to get pictures of people being gay so that they could fire them. It was just really like all this stuff. And Taryn, because she's a few years younger than me, was like, I didn't know... <laughs> As she would say, I didn't know what y'all was dealing with. I didn't know like what what you you guys were going through, and that's why you're like so loud and so out there is because you saw all that happen. When the year I graduated high school is the year that Matthew Shepard was killed. You know, it's hmm. all of that oh, stuff wow. was was happening um so heavily um in in the years where I was you know coming out that it was just like okay, well. Oh, here I am, you know, kind of poured myself out and just <laughs> let's see what happens. I like that imagery. <laughs> so, so yeah, I just wanted to shoot that in. Yeah, yeah. no, appreciate it. So, you know, um, maybe uh, maybe next year it'd be fun for us to to go down to Toledo Pride and and do a live episode down there. That'd be dope. You can't come this year because you're getting or straight married. What? I said you can't come this year because oh. you're getting straight married. True. And then Nathan true. Said, not not because we disallow it, just because you know scheduling conflicts. Yeah, you you fucking breeder. <laughs> but, but also, if you're straight married, you, you yeah, you could have got married at Pride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I like in traditionally like for the last what eight, ten, six, four years. Like, quite a few, quite a I, few. He's good I, at math. <laughs> I I have run the stage for many many years, and it is like just it's it's always a blast. It's always so much fun. Yeah, people are always like, yeah. why is 
why is that guy running the stage? I'm like, because I can scream at him, I can yell at him, I can cry, and then he still does exactly what he's supposed to do. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Why is this happening? And he's like, and so anyways, the next performer to the stage. Like, perfect. That's funny. Pretend that I'm not evil. That is your job. (laughs) Well, so to bring it kind of in for a landing here, there was an idea that I had for the top five of if I was gay uh like who i'd be gay for and uh everybody seemed to like that idea so i guess i'm going first (laughs) i'm trying like in my head i'm desperately trying to figure out like is this problematic (laughs) i'm fine with it (laughs) well maybe i mean so the way i the way i i I think about it you know is like top five people that that make me question my preconceived notions about my sexuality And I'm going to suggest at least one rule. My rule is no repeats. So if somebody takes yours... Ooh, solid. If somebody takes yours, Ooh. you... Well, then I appreciate going first. Yeah, good. Well played. Uh... And uh, Lexi, Lexi and I have already <laughs> uh, paper, scissored, rocked. Ew. We both wanted to go last. and uh, I'm I, lasties. But I'm I don't Lexi think it's won. relevant because I'm not going to use any of yours. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> okay. We're both going... Dudes, probably, right? Well, yeah, all four of us are picking dudes. I don't I think, think I, so. I, I may go off script on that, so let's go ahead. I, this, I don't, I don't want to oh. tell you your sexuality. It would be really hard to play this game true. with somebody who is bi because they would have an unfair advantage. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, they could pick right, anyone. Pick anyone. Um, anyway, but right, so Pat. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in reverse order. So I'm gonna start from five and work my way to one. <laughs> I love that so number. number five. Uh, yeah, they're numbered. <laughs> what? Duh. Um, so five is Michael Fassbender. You have lived in the shadows and shame and fear for too long. Come out. Join me. He's Magneto. All right. Yeah. From Uh-oh. the X Men films. I think you're thinking of okay. Ian McKellen. And yeah. I- that's my oh, that's, Magneto. No, he's younger. He's younger Hashtag Magneto. Magneto. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, full disclosure, I picked, I just pulled up a, like... <laughs> they're all going to be the, X-Men, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're all X-Men. Actually, the next four are all Hugh Jackman. There is a lot of MCU. All right, so my number five is Harrison mm. Ford. He, he always seems mean to me. Get the f*** out of my house. And, to be clear, Silver Fox Harrison Yeah, he's the Silver sure. Fox now, for sure. Not not, not as much the younger one. I mean, he was certainly attractive, but but no, the older Harrison Ford, he just looks happier. I'll see you in hell. All right, well, <laughs> for a number of reasons, I'm going to pick Terry Crews. Except now the Ebony Falcon is monogamous and too tired for sex, so his only indulgence is fresh fruit yogurt parfait. Number five. Oh, oh so rude <laughs> i definitely just stole one of andy's <laughs> no actually terry cruz is not actually right. on, on my list in this regard terry cruz is one of my like heroes yeah and i just want to get not i just want to get boned a, like, by my hero. romantic way <laughs> it, no it's just it, me and terry have a different type of relationship 
Okay, so... <laughs> In that he does not know why. <laughs> the kind where I don't exist for him. But he's a, such a kind person that I'm sure if he was aware of Andy, how much... Andy, this is going to be what makes right, this segment fine. take 45 minutes. That's okay, I'm into it. Okay, so, full disclosure, I'm not picking people... I'm picking things that I would do if I was straight because the thing is I don't I couldn't think of one guy I can't think of a single guy so wow no I literally was like who do I, maybe Pierce Brosnan no more foreplay like I don't know but like no still absolutely not but like maybe The Rock because like because of my number one we'll get there Dwayne so, The Rock Johnson my number five is things that I would. Do or not do if I was straight. So this is my only not do. If I was straight, I would not wear feminine shoes. No heels, no fancy boots, nothing with lace, not the rubber shoes, and not the dumb flip-flops. I'm not doing any of that. I'm wearing reasonable shoes when I'm straight. Very good. That's my number five. Do you do you wear <laughs> fancy shoes no, now? No, but I'm still not going to wear fancy oh, shoes. Okay. That's my only... I'm not changing that. There's a bunch of stuff that I plan to change, but for that... I'm gonna wear a, I'm gonna wear a sensible sneaker <laughs> or a nice boot. I feel like I feel like you're you're abusing the the nature of of this top five list <laughs> for sure. Listen, but I'm a guest. Right, I'm a guest. Enough. I can do fair whatever enough. I want. Yeah, Lexi Lexi's number so, five. Back is, to you, Pat. Back Le- to you. Lexi's number five is she would f- uh fem- feminine shoes. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. So at number four, yeah. I have Chris Pine. Wow, what passion! Well, I didn't hear you mention love. That's a good one. That's solid. He's uh, Captain Kirk in the new Star Treks. Yeah. He plays against Gal Gadot. Are these in the... all going to be nerd crushes, you guys? Uh, well, is that what's happening? What I think is interesting is that one is fully based on just like him being hot, too, which is fine. I thought that was what we were doing. Sure, sure. You can choose whatever, you can choose whatever criteria yeah. you want to bone somebody. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking. Of, I, mean, I was thinking of Chris Pine. The I thought the Wonder Woman movies were pretty damn good, and he plays opposite Gal Gadot in those. Mm-hmm. This is so nerdy, mm. Andy. I think it's your turn. Yeah. All right, number four, Emilio Estevez. I'm your old lady. Yeah, uh, solid. Lexi and he's I. He's better than the rest of us. Yeah, he uh, he likes to brush his teeth with Crestevez. Uh, that's true. <laughs> he's got a little bit of hair on his chest of us. When he makes it his dad, he's Emilio Incestevez. So I feel bad. I have to look up who that is. Oh! That is the brother of Charlie Sheen, the other the son of one. Martin Sheen. He's Coach Bombay of the yes. Mighty Ducks. He's... Um, Repo oh, Man. No, um, he's President Jed Bartlett. I think you're confused. No, that would be oh. Martin. <laughs> We've been recording for since the beginning of time. <laughs> okay, my next one uh, is uh, Gull Ducat. A short time ago, I had a very strange experience. Ah, he... There, right there, is a man who has done nothing that's, that's wrong. That's just me stealing another one that was definitely on Andy's list. I'm definitely going to have Nathan show me who all these people are after oh, this episode. Gul Dukat uh, is a Cardassian. He's a spoonhead. He's head. a Cardassian leader from uh, Deep Space Nine Star Trek show. Not to be confused with that Cardassian leader. And I want to be clear. <laughs> yeah, actually, even, I like very often. I do, I do like to keep up with the Cardassians. Uh, so not um, the not the actor, the fictional, the fictional character. character. I want to be clear. Yeah. I have no interest so in the actor. You, who, by the way, like during the Trump years, Golducat's Twitter account was one of the absolute best of of the era. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's good. Next. Anyway, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, 
when I'm straight, I am wearing fancy hats. I'm wearing a lot of fancy hats. There are going to be veils. There are going to be bows. There's going to be, it's going to be glorious. There are going to be big hats. There's going to be Kentucky Derby parties, maybe ironically, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. But insensible <laughs> shoes. I feel, I feel like so they'll start out ironically. Neither one of these things, but... your lesbianism holds you back from doing yet at all. Uh, like yeah. not even just a little bit. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Like I can't wear fancy hats. I could wear like that kind of hat. I can't wear like a fancy hat with like a mesh front or something. That's not a thing. I could wear like a football helmet and that would work with like my aesthetic. I think what you're talking about is a wedding dress. <laughs> yeah, no, I need like a fancy, like a church hat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need like a cat. I'm still saying you could do it. You can no, pull it off. No, I'm not going to. You need a Kentucky Derby hat. No, right now the best I can do is like a safari hat. <laughs> I'd be like, whatever. <laughs> I'm into this. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lexi's number four. She wants to f- fancy hats. Okay. Pat. Oh, it's back to me. Uh, number three, Paul Rudd. Hey, man, got a big box of porn for you. Oh, oh good interesting. Choice. Good choice. I know who that yes. one is. Yes. yes. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, my number three is Chris Pratt. I ran over my testicles with my jazzy scooter. Nice. All right. Uh, are we talking about a young homeless living out of van, Chris Pratt? Are we talking about... Uh, oh, no, living in the uh, pit. Yes. <laughs> Chubby Parks and Rec, Chris Pratt. I can definitely get behind that. Andy Dwyer. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Andy Dwyer, Chris Pratt is is quintessential. Plus, we have the same absolutely. name. But I'm not two Andys, one cup. Listen, Star Lord is, is is fine too. We can get a little Star Lord in there. All right, uh, you know Nathan, number three, uh, Mr. Sam Cooke. I enjoy his music, and I'm I'm assuming that I can pick anyone, living or dead. Sure, if you're fine with necrophilia. I know a great song about that. And oh, he was a handsome chap. And I'm also going to say, as a courtesy to Pat, I'm not going to pick Jesus. <laughs> so. Well, it's hard to know what he really looked like either. Oh yeah, uh. that that choice would not be based on looks. <laughs> but, that's but just I, a skill level thing. I'm also going to take a shot in the dark and say not white and not interested right <laughs> yeah like yeah, they, they literally pick anybody right are they allowed to reject me aww, aww. Huh. oh I didn't right. even think about that like, okay number three. so my my third thing that I'm doing when I'm straight is all the PDA <laughs> So much PDA. No one's going to – people will judge me, but for different reasons. But I'm making out everywhere. I'm making out in the store. I'm holding every hand. I'm going to, like, be like, want a piggyback ride? No. Wait, I'm going to get a piggyback ride because I'll be little. All of these things are going to be because The Rock is my husband and this is yes, fantasy, yes, in my straight absolutely. fantasy. When I pee, mm-hmm. I can tell the water is cold or not. I'm not interested <laughs> in The Rock sure like he's that. he's already married. We'll see – because he might fall for me. He's more like a um, PIC. I think, and I'm I sure The Rock be... is very disappointed in your <laughs> <Right>. decision. <laughs> and, and just to be clear to everybody, PDA in this case is public displays of affection. Right, because I have so... Like, when I first started oh, dating Nicole... I thought you meant like a Blackberry. Yes. Oh, did you? No. She would make out hard make with a Blackberry. So, like, when I first started dating... Like, I thought you were, like, going to send emails <laughs> Right, and really quickly mm. with a, the keypad. No, when Nicole and I first started dating, like... <laughs> She would always try and grab my hand and like hold it, and I'd be like, "Ah, oh, what are you doing? Like, what? this isn't 
not a hotel room, you crazy. Like, (laughs) you know, that's like, you know, 13 years ago, it just, now I would hold her hand in public completely, but you know, but I still probably wouldn't make out in public, but I just want to be one of those obnoxious couples. And that's what I'm doing. That's going to be my Lexi's Lexi's number three. So, uh, she went to the Blackberry circa 2002. To be fair, people (laughs) hate PDA whether it's <laughs> right. gay or straight right like, i mean it's just an annoying thing to do i agree um, with that but usually but hand-holding is scary right they, they shouldn't be hating it because it's gay you, right if, if if people are disapproving your pda you need to ask them are are you disapproval are you disapproving of this because it's gay right or because, and, because it's pda because that's and then you have a, to stare them in the eyes and start making out again and watch their reaction <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Pat, number two. Number two, Chris Hemsworth. I'm naked. He's very naked. All right. Another another mm. good one. Thor. Sure, sure. I have a lot of MCU in this list. I'm not I'm not sorry about that. If you've if That's you've Thor. seen him, I, and I'll put it in the doobly-doo, he just released uh they just finished Thor Love and Thunder filming it. And there's a picture of him Ooh, on the last day, and his arm is like super naturally rock the Dwayne Johnson huge. Yeah. And so oh, I'll man. go ahead and put a little bit of that that flavor in the doobie doo. And and by the way, if you listen to this episode, hi mom. <laughs> <laughs> Mar- uh, can you same. you should Nathan? Yeah. Hey, if you're if you're listening to this, hi Jesus. Wait, but we can say hi mom together. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this. Hi, Hi, Mom. That didn't go as well as She's I She's definitely not listening to this. She doesn't this. care. Okay. So my number two is Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I'm touching myself tonight. Another another good, like, Paul Rudd-esque choice. Very nice. Yeah, but... Okay. Is that the guy who owns Mint Mobile now? Yes. I don't Do you think know? they'll give you some money? Ooh, uh, Mint Mobile. It's Deadpool. You're... Yes. It, yeah, but it, doesn't he own Mint Mobile? He also owns Aviation Gin. I don't know and, what that uh, is. We still yeah. don't have a sponsor for the yeah, podcast. Yeah, Mint Mobile. If you're listening, right, they right. Do Come phones take me on a for date. Fifteen dollars a month. Oh, yeah, true. Right, and, and then <laughs> hey, I and I then, will take one for the Nathan. pod for sure. Right. Hashtag Ryan. Mint Mobile. Is that how hashtags work? No. Did I do it right? Ryan, call me. We'll we'll run it by Caitlin, but I think she'll be fine with it if you want to sponsor the pod and <laughs> I, take me I on I also a date. want to point out that the person who runs our Instagram account just said, is that how hashtags work? I mean, work? I was being ironic. <laughs> so, Obviously. Oh, boy. Now I'm going to hashtag uh, Nathan, that, how right, hashtag works. Nathan, Don't dare Nathan me. number two. Nathan's number two. I'm going to say, let's pick a funny man this time, shall yeah, we? Yeah, do it. A uh, funny man I quite enjoy Bill Cosby? Does that no, one work? No, no, no. No, no you no, can't do that. No, That's, okay. Don't bring that on our podcast. <laughs> right, don't. we don't need that kind of energy here. <laughs> There's already been a lot of pedophile talk. This is not good. I quite enjoy the work of, uh, and I have uh, talked about him on the podcast before. I like Lil Dicky a lot. Hi, my name's Dave. I know this is kind of ridiculous, but I'm actually a rapper. And uh, I think I would I would like to spend one magical night with Lil Dicky. I thought you were going to go, because I know you were alive or dead, I thought you were going to go with Robin Williams for sure. I Circa found, Mork and Mindy. Here's the thing. Robin Williams did a bunch of stuff really great. Like, yeah. I once uh, accidentally, I don't want to be clear, 
accidentally mm. uh, threw a rock at Lexi and hit her in the head and That's stopped true. us from being able to go see Aladdin in the theater. That's true. Uh, it was not a good day for anybody. No. But that movie, it turned out when we did eventually see it, was dope. Yeah. How do you how do you accidentally throw a rock at somebody? I want to know. Okay, here's the thing. I don't want to extend I don't want to extend this this session, but I do have to defend myself. Sure. Lexi, he hit me in the head with a rock. Okay, and when it's said like that, I don't sound great, right? And not the rock my husband, <laughs> a different rock. Right. But here's the thing, and I want to be clear, you have not chosen I I'm just I'm very excited to hear how you spin. You have not chosen Rock the Dwayne Johnson for any of yours yet. Okay, but but here's the part that she leaves out. She had been actively throwing several rocks at me, and she had missed. False. I was throwing rocks at the pool that was frozen and zinging them across the top. Zinging. Turn, turned out that were, I was very close to where she was throwing them. But never did one hit him. That is true. Because I was zinging them. Because she's terrible at it. And then we had an above-ground <laughs> pool, and she ducked down behind it, and I was like, screw this. And I threw one rock blindly... Behind the pool, having no idea where she was, and like heard, an archer with absolute accuracy. I still only count as one. I was oh, I my number two is Orlando Bloom, by the way. Oh no, damn it! I can't. No, uh, I can't. already said it. No, I, I'm Orlando Bloom. You're out of it. Uh, but Sarah does have a big crush on Orlando Bloom. I saw I saw him one time when we were in New York. Nice across the street. We he, should not talk about this on pod. He threw a rock at my head. The end. Yeah, uh, but it was it was a one in a million shot. It was I, like it was, I feel like this does not uh this does not clear your name at all. She I threw, should, she all right. Fact one, she I threw needed a, stitches. Fact one, she threw a bunch of rocks. At we me. missed Aladdin. Fact two, we did miss Aladdin. That was sad. I was wearing a cool uh uh like the swishy jumpsuits that were cool in the yeah. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Fact three, I threw a rock behind our pool. And it just so happened that Lexi happened to be in the spot where that I threw the rock. Where he thought I was. Fact four, Robin Williams' stand-up was never funny. Excuse me? Are you looking at me? Did you rub my lamp? Did you wake me up? Did you bring me here? And all of a sudden, you're walking out on me? I don't think so. And uh, not... Fact five, father would disagree. Whoa. 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 I disagree. He didn't, Whoa. Yeah. he didn't mean it. He's sorry. Whoa. Nope. He sorry, Dad. Back. Let's that continue. Is... Yikes. And then Lexi. Uh, oh, Lexi, my number four. Oh, okay. So, wait, number two. Or number two, really. I'm going to pee everywhere. And I don't mean, like, behind a shed or whatever, but every place that I feel uncomfortable peeing right now, like a fancy restaurant or, like, where else do I feel uncomfortable? Anything that's, like, government-y or anywhere where there are a lot of people standing around or a lot of re- – again, we're back to restaurants. Right. I feel uncomfortable <laughs> peeing. every restaurant. Pretty much I feel uncomfortable peeing many places where I think people might look at me and be like, pretty sure that's a dude. So I'm just going to pee everywhere. I'm going to be like, oh, hold on. I got to pee. Like where did I – I had to pee the other day and I was like, oh, I'm not going to – oh, we were at like the VFW for our aunt's memorial. Yes. And yeah. I was like, this isn't the kind of place where I don't get gay bashed. So <laughs> I'll just wait till Toledo. Like, <laughs> I did. I so when you started that, I thought you meant like outside. No, I don't public, mean. No, like I don't. Down alleys. I don't mean that kind I was of like, fun. I just you you go, girl. <laughs> I thought you meant in like department stores, like in the middle of the floor. Right. That too. Yeah. No, yeah. not no. Ooh. All in toilet peeing. We're this gonna, is all toilet peeing. I want to do a whole episode. Would you try and write your name in the snow? No. What I want to do is I want to do a whole episode on embarrassment, and then I'd like to bring Lexi back and ask her about department stores. 
That's a different story. Yeah. But we don't have time for no. that today. Yeah. But we're on okay, my... Okay, Pat, it's uh, your turn again. Thing. Okay, number, number one. one. All right, number one, Jason Momoa. You know what the God says? If he gives you a flat ass, he's going to give you a big old... Ooh, nice. That's good. That's good. Oh, sure. I mean, he's just, like, objectively the most attractive man. Like... Uh, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Andy is like, no. Uh, I mean, okay. I'm not into it. That's Weird fair. Al. Weird Al, that's my guy. He doesn't do it. He He's a little too... He's a little, like, overboard muscly for me, like, in that... In, in a, any sort of, like, attractive sense. I mean, he's a great actor, sure. I guess. I haven't actually seen much that he's in except for, um, the... That crappy dragon show. No, I mean, show. If, if there's danger, he can, like, scoop me up in his arms <laughs> and whisk me away. I mean, I would feel very Even safe. Even if you That's weren't fair. safe, you would feel that safe. That is true. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah, fair. exactly. Fair. I did... Um, did you ever see that commercial, I think it was for, uh, like, a car insurance, where uh, he's, like, at home relaxing and he's pulling off his arms and oh, legs yes. and it stuff and underneath creepy, he's just, yeah. like, oh, a yeah, skinny little dude. Oh, yeah, that was a stupid commercial, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was amusing... Uh, anyway, that's fair. number one, Andy. Um, my number one, though, like, and I want to be clear, like, he can call me anytime. Um, Rob Lowe. I take care of my body above all else. Diet, exercise, supplements, positive thinking. Scientists believe that the first human being who will live 150 years has already been born. I believe I am that human being. He has aged. 100%. There is definitely a painting of him getting older somewhere. Oh. (laughs) He. That man is like chiseled out of marble and I and his personality I like I could just be around him all day long and just be giggly at how he acts like <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about his personality but like I, I just would just I would love to just sit and watch him exist forever and he's rich enough that I could mm. you know right. quit my job <laughs> right that. I'm just your watcher <laughs> hey honey yeah. <laughs> right. All right. So, oh, this is your number one, Nate. This is, but it's it's tricky, right? Because what do you go? Do you go with attractiveness? Do you go with? No, uh, I think you go around all around. All around. I'm gonna have to say I want to get railed by Albert Schweitzer. Theologian, philosopher, musician, author. By age thirty. Albert Schweitzer seemed destined for an enviable and comfortable future as a scholar and a performer. But that wasn't the future he had in mind. Instead, to the shock of both family and friends, Schweitzer returned to school to prepare for a very different sort of life. To serve the sick and poor thousands of miles away in the jungle. For more than 50 years, Schweitzer would devote himself to building a hospital in a small village on a tributary of the great Ogilvy River in French Equatorial Africa. No one, least of all Schweitzer, could have foreseen that his work would capture worldwide attention, or that his thoughts and ideas, scribbled at a rustic desk deep into the jungle night, would still resonate today. Um, that dude can fuck. Uh, for sure. Okay. And, uh, was very smart. Oh, yeah? Who are any of these people? I don't know who that one is. I... Well, <laughs> I think, uh, Albert I think Schweitzer. If, 
<laughs> is My a, list will be uh, the the most uh, the most interesting. Yeah. I'll, I can include yeah. a, uh, a oh, yeah. fact check here. <laughs> He's got a great mustache. He does have a mustache. Um, I was gonna say Sam 100%. Elliott can yeah, play him. Like, in a, that's actually who I thought it was. He looks first. like he probably has a musket in his pocket. When I and I almost feel like there's a whole movie about your boyfriend. <laughs> a whole musket yeah, there's in his pocket. Many things about him, and uh, oh man, I and I oh. I almost went Mark Twain. He was an organist. Did you know that? Well, he, he can, can play you delicious music. Uh, I'm just saying he can play on my organ in any time. <laughs> Zing. Uh, Got him. And Le- Lexi, <laughs> number one. My number one, and this is why I always tell everybody, this is why I'm not gay. If I get reincarnated, I'm not carrying shit. I'm carrying nothing. I'm not helping move a couch. I'm not carrying a mattress. I'm not carrying cat litter in the house. I'm not carrying anything <laughs> from Costco except for the toilet paper. I am not carrying anything. Nothing. I think you no. have a fundamental misunderstanding no, of I'm what it like, means to be straight. No, I'm going to be like, no, I'm going to be wearing, listen, <laughs> listen, I'm going to be wearing my sensible shoes with a big fancy hat and I'm like, babe, the rock will answer back. Could you go grab that case of black beans from the car? This is my much better half. Stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. I'm not carrying nothing. <laughs> no, none of this cat litter bullshit. None of this cases of pop. If nope. you were if you were married to Rock the Dwayne Johnson, you are not eating canned black beans for dinner. I might eat canned black beans. You don't know. I'm, I'm a simple person. So <laughs> I feel like carrying. I'm, saying, carrying I'm not carrying anything. Is a human thing. Like I feel like straight women. I don't know. Carry nope. Things. Nicole doesn't carry. Shit. Nicole does not carry. Shit. She carries <laughs> okay. nothing. And maybe I just married the wrong lady. <laughs> for but sure. like. She doesn't carry a damn thing. <laughs> okay, we're we're backing up against it. But Lexi, before we finish this segment, okay. I want two things from you. Go. First of all, except for your heart, name a dude. One, you don't have to do five, but I want you to do one. If you had to cross over, like Sam Beckett in Quantum Leap, your next leap is the Leap Bone. I'll have to say that my guy crush right now, if I had a guy crush, and we're just not going to go any further than this, would be Elliot Page. And yes. I covet okay. his new hairstyle. I covet everything about... I just... I'm coveting. Okay? So maybe it's more I want to be Elliot Page. I'm not sure what the feeling <laughs> is. I'm not sure what my feels are. But, like, I wouldn't mind... Dip, dipping your toe. Just thinking about it. No, dipping your toe. I mean, to be fair, same. Oh boy! Right. Yep. So yeah. So there's that. So I, that's my try. But also, I feel sure. like in a relationship, I need the rock to carry my shit. And like, <laughs> that's my number one. I'm sorry. Goes Elliot. back to I'm not moving nothing. It'll be like, oh, the washer needs to move out of the way so we could tile the floor or something. Like, babe, can you grab the washer? I'm not helping. I'm not even gonna scoot it. I don't want to scoot it across the floor. I don't want to help. Question two, Lexi. Question two. If you could have any precious moment, what would it be? Precious moments. Mm, but I, can somebody precious moment first and I can go after it? This, I just needed a transition. You can go whenever you want. Okay, great. Whew. Whew. Okay, go. I got a couple. There was this uh, this chicken nugget that sold on eBay for almost $100,000. 
because <laughs> it kind of looks like yeah. the little dudes from Among Us. Amogus. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, so there's uh, it, that. That was uh, someone just made the dumbest purchase ever, unless one exception, Jeff Bezos, because what what the hell else right. are you doing with it, right? I'll make you if you give me a hundred thousand yeah, dollars. I'll fair. make you a fucking chicken um, nugget that looks like. Do you a want mogus. me to? I'll to, make you a chicken nugget that looks like. I will the make Mona it. Lisa. I like right. <laughs> like right. Hmm. And like, if you, do you want do you want teriyaki? Do you want sweet and sour? Do you want barbecue? <laughs> so I'll get you Szechuan, right? Yeah, I'd like to get a ten piece McNugget and uh, a bunch of the Szechuan sauce, like as much as you're allowed to give me. Szechuan, for sure, has to be. So my my other precious moment and my my more main precious moment, I stumbled across this this video, um, made by a, a legitimate filmmaker, but it's a short video. Um, <laughs> this is just gonna be a porno. It's isn't it? not. It's not. It's a it's a movie about. So he made. So this guy, his mom has gone down the the conspiracy theory QAnon rabbit hole. She believes all of it. And this is a little documentary about his relationship with her. Basically, so well, there'll be a link in the doobly-doo, and, and we'll throw a snippet or two in here. This is bet number one. Bet number one is by April 1st, Biden will not be in office. Bet number two is that Obama and Hillary and Nancy Pelosi... And Brennan and Comey will all be arrested. I don't want to name too many names, but I'm just going to say $100 that A-star Hollywood um, people in the music and in Hollywood will be arrested for pedophilia and satanic um, worshiping and sacrifices. I'll give you some examples. Tom Hanks, um, Oprah. But, um... Check it out. It's it's a short video. I think it's less than ten minutes, and uh, basically, like he makes bets with her about things are gonna happen. She's like, "Well, so and so is gonna be arrested," and blah. blah. She makes these bets with him, <laughs> seven hundred dollars. She loses all of those bets. Wow. She does not change her mind about any of it, but That's she funny. doesn't want to make any more bets. That is something. But it's a it's a it's a cute video. It's short and it's and it's 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 cute, but also like really sort of sad. Um, but you know, I think there's a lot of people who um, whose parents, you know, five, six, seven years ago were relatively rational people who believed in <laughs> in in you know reality as reported by. I saw a meme that I really liked that basically says Fox News did to our parents what they thought video games would do to us. <laughs> Radicalize them. Right. Right. Well, ironically, though, I mean, Fox just sort of primed them. But what happened is they that their phones did to them what they thought our phones were going to do to us. Fa- Facebook, it's YouTube. Facebook videos. How the, that's where the and, and other you know websites that's where their rabbit holes list. Facebook and and then YouTube and then I mean obviously then Ain't more it. like 
private sites and stuff. I feel like a lot of boomers don't know what YouTube Boom. is. <laughs> Speaking of boomers, uh, Pat. So Florida man. <laughs> this is an eat, I eat ass guy again, is no, it? No, um, this is a different Florida man. <laughs> but Florida man strikes again. Uh, there's a YouTuber that I enjoy very much called uh, Donut Operator. Oh, God, um, yeah, he this. He covers, like, a lot of the police news stories, like, you know, gun standoffs and uh, high-speed car chases and stuff like that. And uh, So Donuts because of cops. Yeah, Donut Operator. That's that's the name. And uh, so Clever. Florida Man, he is in this uh, high-speed police chase. He uh, crashes his car into the forested area that's like off of the freeway and the cops are like you know swarming around him and stuff and he actually gets out of his car steals a police car drives some distance down the freeway now with a whole bunch of police behind him they take out his tires with road spikes he crashes into the median uh, again, so he's he's in like the forested Jesus. area of the freeway again. Steals a second police car, <laughs> and then is finally apprehended. And the precious moment is How? during during this chase. Um, the the radio dispatcher says, uh, yeah, "Attention, all units. Um, yes, please lock the doors to your cars." <laughs> When <laughs> when apprehending this guy, they had to remind them to lock the doors to the cars because he had already stolen two, two police cars. Um, wow. That's my one. And then um, the other one is... Wait, real quick. Can I, can I just say my favorite person in that story is the officer who was originally in the first cop car. How good must he have felt once the second cop car was stolen? Like... Whew. All right, not just me anymore. Okay. <laughs> well, I feel like they should all be locking their doors now. Like, maybe yes. they automatically lock when they get out of the car. I don't know. Um, but the other thing is, um, so uh, they just did a reset on a game that I play called Diablo 2. Uh, it's like older game. It's like a nine, uh, late 90s game. And uh, I'm playing on the ladder, and I'm number 14. Well, I was number 14. I think somebody passed me today. Uh, but since the reset, nice. I was... Yeah, the number 14 was the highest position that I've held so far on the ladder. So, uh, for hardcore USC... That's pretty... I, I feel like we don't address the fact that you're clearly elite gamer nearly enough on the pod. I'm pretty Go good. So that means in the, the US uh, East area, because there's an East and a West, there's only 13 people better than me. Although I have been passed now, so um, uh, I might be. But you're you're much more likely to land one of your top five. Oh yeah, those kind of yeah stats. for sure. Yeah, that's how I get all the <laughs> uh, dudes. <laughs> excuse yeah. me, excuse me, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you a little something about Diablo Two. Did you want to say hi to number fourteen? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Wow, you guys are just doing all my work for me. <laughs> All right, uh, Lexi, did you want to go now or last? I think Dealer last choice. because I probably don't have anything. Not anything? Like, I, what am I, I, I don't think I understand I, right, what I'll I'm doing. What's here's, my assignment? Your assignment here's is something that made something you, that you like laugh or smile or even cry. Like Sometimes we've done like people passing away. Like 
artists that we really enjoyed their work or something. Um, we talk about things like trans suicide numbers so much right, during the podcast that we like to leave with a little yeah. positivity. Okay, so I'll go right now. We found my dad's ashes. Yeah, that was gonna be so the one like, that was gonna I thought you. I thought that was pretty great because like I was gonna vomit in my mouth Aww. otherwise. So like that's nice. I mean, if you have to pick a place to vomit, that's probably your mouth place is to start. better than others. It's probably the easiest place to go. But I find wearing a mask much better because you can just puke in the mask and then hurry up and eat it before anyone catches you. Ew. No, is that not the? I think incorrect. I think he... It's like a feed bag. It's great. <laughs> At that point, you pull the mask to the side and you just go. <laughs> right. Just let it roll. Speaking of sports, what? I think you guys know what a uh, huge sports fan i am love talking about it living it balling it but it wasn't in basketball i mean i figured he had to be in sport but he wasn't in sport <laughs> well i want to talk about uh my uh my hometown team the sure. indians or mean... the windians or the cleveland baseball club yeah. as i am very excited that they are now called and frankly i would be fine if they just stuck with cleveland baseball club it's pretty dope um, but what I want to talk about is the pitching squad, specifically the pitching squad on August 24th, 1919. There was a man called Ray Caldwell who had been traded from the Yankees. He had been traded from the Red Sox. He was not super popular, but what happened was on August 24th, 1919, he's out pitching and uh, the field is struck by lightning and Ray Caldwell goes down. Along with, like, a few other of the players, but he was definitely the one closest to the strike. Wow. Hmm. And he was hit during a game by lightning. Now, Yikes. that's not the good part of the story. The that good part of the story like is that uh, he had pitched a, a pretty damn good game, but it's the it's the last set of outs. He's, he's only got three to go. And so Ray Caldwell stands up. After getting hit by lightning and finishes the f***ing game. Wow. <laughs> the absolute Chad. MVP. Nice. MVP. Yes. Uh, people didn't Crushed like it. him, but he did do that thing, and I'm pretty, pretty, pretty Was proud he injured? Of Was he, like, did they burnt, win that like, game? horribly injured from the lightning? Oh, yeah. From what I understand, he definitely went to the hospital after the game, but not before he pitched three more, uh, three more strikes wow. in a row. Like it's that it's crazy. Anyway, um, just subs, just sub <laughs> somebody in. Come on, game, game, let's go on. Well, anyway, because we've been recording for like six hours, I'm just gonna say I really need to come up with a catchphrase. Yeah, hopefully uh, we give you something to think about this week and be prideful about. Love you, bye. Bye. Thanks for coming on, Lexi. Appreciate you. Well, while well, Nathan Thanks is for having uh, me, guys. occupied and he can't talk, thank you for coming on. We would love it's to eventually su- just replace him with you. It's been entirely, super gay. But... Yeah, you could still have a Staples. True. Yeah, we're 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 getting we're working on getting there. I wonder how long he can do that for. Uh, it's limited. <laughs> oh, that's it's how limited, long. But it's it's impressive. It's like an opera singer. Uh, now he's done. Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, you know the deal. Oh, and by the way, final score: Cleveland two. Philadelphia won. This is me testing.
Now you test. Now I'm testing. Mm. I would like to do like an episode where we just beatbox for a month. <laughs> yeah. All right. A month. That's, oh yeah, and see how good you get. That's a long time. That's a great idea. Yeah, but you just have to practice a beatboxing a little bit every day. Oh my god.